All right, we pick up on uh, Daf uh, Mem, uh, Mem Vav, uh, 46b, uh, quite a bit of the way up, actually. Uh, this was a new sugya, that's why we kind of stopped. Uh, it's by the wide lines. Uh, Rami lay Abai uh, Rav Yosef. Rabai asked uh, Rav Yosef, and this was going back on something we saw, a few days ago, uh, in terms of uh, carrying a candle. Uh, it says, uh, Did Rabbi Shimon really say that when a lamp has gone out, uh, it is able uh, to be moved? Uh, so the, the, you know, what we infer from that, Katva, uh, um, Kavta, sorry, uh, in uh, law, Kavta law, uh, i.e. why it is, uh, you know, once it has gone out, uh, you, you would be allowed to move it. Uh, but law, Kavta law, uh, if it hadn't gone out, then you wouldn't be allowed to move it. My timer. So we, we say, what would be the reason for saying you can't uh, walk around or can't move a, uh, a lamp that is still burning? Dilma, uh, Kavta, um, you know, but maybe what we're saying is uh, that the flame is thereby going to go out. Hi, Amar, but we have the, the 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 famous, you know, because we've seen it a number of times now. Uh, we have that the statement, Rabbi Shimon, his principle is mutar. It's not your intention to put the lamp out. Uh, if it does go out, uh, it, was, it was something totally unintentional and therefore you would be allowed to do it. So why in this case does he, you should therefore say that if you're walking around with this lamp, uh, you, there'd be no problem even if it is lit. What's the worst? It goes out, uh, but that wasn't ever your intention uh, to put it out and as a result, uh, you should be allowed to walk around with the lamp even if it hasn't uh, been extinguished. Tanya, uh, Rabbi Shimon Omer, and as we've seen this also a number of times, Gore Adam Kisei Mita Vasavtal Bivad Shaloid Kavain Lasot Charitz. A person is allowed to drag a bed, a bench, or a chair uh, on the ground uh, as long as your intention is not uh, to make a, any type of furrow or ditch in the ground, uh, and, and therefore you'd be exempt, even if you do, uh, as long as it's not, know, not what is known as a psychratia, as an inevitable. Uh, uh, effect of what you have done uh, then it is fine that is Rabbi Shimon's view and we've seen that a number of times quoted before and therefore the the question asserts itself uh, as to why uh, Rabbi Shimon would not allow you to walk with a uh, a burning lamp still uh, because what's the worst as you said it goes out uh, but it was not your intention that it should go out Okay, so uh, uh, So the Gomorrah tries uh, to make a distinction. It says, no, maybe when the Isur is a Dorata Isur, uh, when the prohibition is one of Dorata, i.e. Uh, extinguishing this uh, candle, putting it out, that is Mechabe, that is uh, a, a Torah uh, issue. Uh, it says, Kilomekavain, Agazar Rabbi Shimon. You know, in that case, uh, even if you didn't not uh, intend such a thing, uh, Rabbi Shimon, uh, you know, would, would, would hold you liable still. So, this is quite an interesting twist on Rabbi Shimon, which we haven't seen before. Um, uh, so, in, in other words, what do we say? Midrabanan, Kolhekid Mekavain, Ikesura Drabanan, Kilomekavain Shari, Rabbi Shimon Lachakila. And therefore, 
uh, what so so what what we're talking about uh, sorry uh, in other words sorry just to finish off that previous point Gaza Rabbi Shimon Midrabanan Rabbi Shimon would say if the thing is a Dorata uh, issue that uh, if it would happen i.e. like if we're extinguishing this lamp uh, then he said rabbinically you're not actually allowed to do it uh, that was his view however uh, if the Kolaika Dimkava and Ika Isura Drabanan if it's only a rabbinical uh, issue uh, in this case for example drag a bench across the ground that is not proper uh, uh, tilling the ground uh, it just you know kind of creates a ditch maybe uh, it creates a ditch uh, and uh, and therefore but that is not uh, a formalized act of uh, tilling the ground uh, therefore he would say that it is uh, it's only a rabbinical thing if you do make a ditch in the ground a furrow in the ground uh, he would say then you'd be allowed to do it as we said with the proviso uh, that it's not an inevitable consequence of Croatia so uh, we, we kind of float that uh, opinion out there that maybe Rabbi Shimon uh, in, a, in a new twist uh, to what we have seen him say before uh, says that maybe if an Isra is a Dorata one uh, he'd, he would actually forbid it even if it is not intended uh, that, that would be the um, uh, the original thing that I mean, this uh, kind of havamina uh, that we float out. However, the Gemara squashes that. Mativ uh, Rava, Rava says that's not a good uh, answer. Why? Because we had this also before. Mochre Ksut, if you are selling. Uh, um, clothes uh, it says Mokhrin uh, Kedarkan and these clothes uh, there is a uh, they are Shatnitz clothes uh, they are a combination of wool and linen you're obviously only selling it to uh, non-Jews and it says uh, you know Kedarkan you say the clothes sellers Mokhrin Kedarkan you can sell as you normally would uh, i.e. if you need to put the clothes on just to show what it looks like uh, you would be allowed to do it Vivaj law you'd come as long as uh, you don't have intention uh, in the sun uh, to kind of shield yourself from the sun uh, and also in the rain uh, to act as a protection from the rain. Uh, so we see, you know, and, and now we just mention, you know, in brackets, uh, not necessary for the proof. Mafalshin uh, uh, the the discreet ones, the the tsanur ones, they uh, they they modest. Uh, what do they do? Uh, they hang these clothes on uh, some kind of hanger. Uh, behind them uh, and you know it's uh, or a stick uh, of sorts uh, behind them in other words they would not they would refrain from putting these type of garments on uh, in, in this case so you know so so we see uh, in terms of this uh, here is dev, a definite isodorata shutness is an isodorata kilaim uh, as it's called in the Torah uh, you're definitely not allowed kilaim it is a dorata thing and here we say it's all about your intention uh, whether you intend benefit or not uh, and, and, and therefore that seems to shoot down exactly uh, what uh, you know Rabbi Shimon's uh, proposed distinction uh, the, the Gomorrah's uh, proposed distinction about Rabbi Shimon uh, because here uh, we see that uh, you wouldn't be allowed to do it and here uh, the, the issue and that's exactly what the Gomorrah says hi haka and here if you do it on purpose it is a definite isu dorata uh, and if you don't have intention about it Rabbi Shimon would allow you to do it in other words uh, even if it is 
an Isidorata. Rabbi Shimon still maintains his opinion, uh, as we as we might have thought uh, before we got to this previous Gemara a few lines ago, uh, that Rabbi Shimon uh, might be uh, different depending on whether Isu is a Dorata one or Drabana. And we say no, uh, across the board he holds his position uh, that the Isu uh, is a, a Dorata or Drabanan. Uh, it's all about intention. Uh, and therefore, that, that previous um, suggestion about Rabbi Shimon differentiating between the two has therefore been rejected. Ella Amarava, so Rava has to come uh, now with uh, something new uh, and in terms of it, you know, so we reject uh, the, 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 the previous understanding that we had uh, is that uh, maybe uh, you would move the, the, the candle uh, and it would, uh, it would go out. Uh, that, you know, that does not seem to be a concern because after all, it's exactly what we said. If, it's, if he does not intend uh, for it to go out, uh, then there actually wouldn't be a problem. So Devarish Anud Kaven wouldn't, you know, according to Rabbi Shimon, it would be perfectly permissible uh, to move a lit candle if it wasn't for the following reason. Okay, and there's Rava's reason, El Amar Rava. Rava says, Hanach leave the case of the candle uh, the in, the or the lamp the, the the oil and the wick well when i say basis ladavar asur what what uh, this uh, deals with is some a concept called a bus a basis uh, a base for something that is mukta i.e. Uh, a flame uh, is, uh, is 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 forbidden uh, and uh, it's uh, it's uh, the the lamp itself uh, is uh, you know underneath this the thing so it actually forms a base for something that's mukta so it almost becomes uh, like the mukta item itself and that is why you're not allowed to move it uh, you, you know once once it is still uh, lit uh, once it remains lit Okay, so once we're talking about Basis Ladavar Mukta, we get on to the following discussion. Ama Rabbi Zaira, Amarav Asi, Amarav Yochanan, Amarav Hanina, Amarav Romanus. Okay, a long chain of tradition, uh, and you know, to be uh, precise in the in the chain of tradition, Pirkavot says uh, anyone who uh, reports a correct chain of tradition, Mavi Gulal Olam, you bring redemption to the world. So he has an ask, you know, why bring redemption to the world? Uh, Rabbi Zaira said that Rav Asi said that Rav Yochanan said said that Rabbi Chenina said that Rav Romanus said. Okay, what is what is the whole statement? Uh, it says. Uh, uh, Rav Hanina, uh, sorry, Rav Ranus, Li, so Rav Romanus reported the following. Okay, Li, it's a Rebbe, the Tautel, Machta, Efra. What uh, you know, he said, he allowed me on Shabbat uh, to carry this uh, kind of coal pan uh, with uh, with ashes inside of it. So it seems to have uh, little bits of, of incense. You use it to uh, make the room fragrant. Uh, he says uh, that it, it had almost burned out. There's obviously happening erev Shabbat. Uh, you you go and you 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 uh, have uh, lit this uh, erev Shabbat to give it a nice. Um, uh, smell to the room, the nice perfume to the room, uh, and what you can do, what you want to do now, uh, it's burnt out, uh, pretty much uh, burnt out. There are little bits of incense uh, mixed in uh, with the ashes. They are whole pieces of incense, uh, and um, and now uh, what you want to do is remove uh, this coal pan now. And uh, Rav Ramonu said that Rebbe allowed him to to do such a thing. Uh, and uh, that's the so, so you just you know uh, that that's the statement. Uh, um, 
you know, Maktab Afra, uh, the you know this uh, this uh, this uh, shovelful of ashes. Uh, that is uh, uh, that, that that's that's the statement. Amalei Rabbi Zaira Ravashi. So Rabbi Zaira says to Rabbi Ashi, Mi Amar Rabbi Yochanan Hachi. The Rabbi Yochanan, who was one of that chain of tradition, uh, did you know who said he reported that Rav Kenina said that Rav Romana said, uh, is it really true that Rabbi Yochanan would hold that way? Vatanan, uh, we learned in a Mishnah, uh, it says Notel Adam Evin Beador. A person can pick up his child even though uh, that child might himself be holding uh, some form of stone you're talking here about a young child picked up a stone uh, you don't have to uh, make the child drop it even though you yourself would not be allowed to pick up a stone uh, your child is allowed to to pick up a stone uh, he needs something to play with uh, and if he goes and picks it up uh, it's not that you have to make him drop it before you can pick it up it's not like you indirectly moving something that is mukta uh, even if the uh, you know even despite the fact that you wouldn't be allowed to pick up the stone yourself uh, and now you might think that your son is almost acting as your agent or something like that we say no uh, that is not true uh, and uh, what do we say uh, if, if a person you know is allowed to pick up a child with a stone in his hand uh, or you can have a basket. Uh, if you pick up a basket, all you're doing is carrying the basket. Uh, if there happens to be a, a stone of Evan Batocha, uh, there's a stone inside. Well, that's uh, just the way it is. Uh, and uh, and you could still pick up the basket. You'd be picking up the basket for the basket's sake. I'm a rabbi. Barakana, I'm a rabbi Yochanan. He says uh, that we have to just make sure of a kalkala, malaya, peirot, askinan. We are dealing with a basket that is full of fruit. So we're dealing here uh, with a basket that's full of fruit. Uh, and then uh, once you're talking about, uh, you know, you'd be allowed, totally allowed to move the fruit, uh, so too you would be therefore allowed to move the stone along with the fruit. Uh, this is known as the basis, the devar hamutar vaasur, the you know asur and mutar. Uh, you'd be allowed to pick uh, something up if it's uh, if there's a base. Uh, but the base, uh, this container of, of whatever it is, uh, holds both forbidden and um, uh, permissible items, uh, you would be allowed to pick it up because you can say you're picking it up for the permissible items. Uh, and that's, uh, so in other words, this is this basket is uh, full of fruit. And as a result, uh, even though there is a stone in there, you would still nonetheless be able to pick up uh, the basket, uh, even though it's got a stone in, because you're picking it up for the baskets, uh, for the fruit's sake, and not for the the stone's sake, uh, and that's it. Um, um, uh, we're talking here, as we said, uh, we're dealing here with a basket full of fruit, and the reason for this, because you have got fruit inside the basket, the late law. So we'd see from here, if it hasn't got something totally permissible to move, like fruit, uh, you would be allowed to. Uh, you wouldn't, sorry, you wouldn't be allowed to, to move it if it hasn't got fruits in. If it was just the stone, <coughs> then you're not allowed to pick it up uh, for uh, the, just the stone's sake. So surely, uh, what, you know, how could uh, Rebbe allow uh, Rebbe Yochanan uh, to, um, uh, I mean, how could um, 
Rabbi Romanus to go and pick up uh, these uh, these uh, this uh, these ashes because uh, <coughs> surely the ashes here are mukta uh, and, uh, and and therefore uh, you know there's the, the little bits of um, sorry I actually think the uh, uh, the incense inside uh, of you know the, the sorry the ashes are mukta um, so the answer is ishtamaim b'sha chara he was stumped literally it's a pasuk from Daniel which means he was uh, very surprised uh, for a moment uh, and that's it but you know we just quote it and we just say he, he, he uh, thought you know he was stumped for a few seconds before he answered it uh, and then he answered it uh, he says hacha nami deit by kartin uh, what happens is, is here this coal pan has still got bits of incense uh, inside of it that has not burnt out. So it's not uh, totally uh, forbidden. It's it's a basis. Uh, this this uh, coal pan is uh, is a base now for something that's asur, i.e. the the ashes of the uh, uh, of of the previous burnings. Uh, but plus something that is mutar, uh, something that is able to be used uh, like the incense. Um, you know, and uh, you know his view is. Yeah, taxes. He says, "Kratin by Rabbi by Rabbi Ami Chashive." You know, all these small little tiny bits of incense—a uh, significant thing in the house of Rabbi. Uh, you know, it's it's not a significant thing. Uh, Rabbi was very rich. Uh, the uh, you know, Rashi quotes in the beginning of uh, uh, Toldot uh, in terms of uh, you know Yitzchak and uh, and uh, I mean Yaakov and Esav fighting in the womb. It says Shnei uh, Gayim, these two proud ones are going to come out uh, from you. And we say that refers to Rebbe uh, and Antoninus, uh, Rebbe and Antoninus, the the Roman general. Uh, it could be. Uh, Marcus Aurelius, uh, that uh, they they had a very uh, interesting friendship uh, at a point in time, even though they're from polar opposite cultures, they had uh, a very good friendship. Uh, and uh, it says they were very rich. They, they always had vegetables, fresh vegetables on the table, uh, which is obviously something uh, in the times of the Talmud, which is a, a huge achievement before uh, the refrigeration and things like that. So, so to hear, you know, would, would something so minor be considered of any significance at all in Rebbe house that is the that is the question uh, and surely uh, that it would have been totally nullified uh, by the ashes uh, that 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 is really the question so Gemara then says so maybe you know even though Rebbe couldn't use them but still poor people could use them but I you we had this a little bit before uh, as well, I think on Daf uh, 29 or the 28, 29, there or thereabouts, uh, when we talked about the different sizes of clothes, uh, and we talked about three finger breadths and three hand breadths of clothes, and we say big danim, those small little clothes of an anim, uh, we, uh, we 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 mentioned, you know, in terms of uh, three fingers by three fingers, and big dashirim uh, la right? So big danim la anim, uh, poor person's clothes are for poor people, uh, big people's clothes or for you know uh, I mean bigger size clothes are for um uh, the uh, uh, for for rich people a bigger size garment would be more fitting. Uh, so therefore, ella aval danim lashirim. If uh, you've got a poor person size uh, thing for a rich person, law uh, that there's no tumor uh, on that. And and so similarly here, yeah, uh, 
the the you know even though uh, it might this little little piece of incense uh, might be significant for a poor person uh, they mean nothing to Rebbe uh, and therefore as a result they they would not be considered significant uh, and that's that's uh, you know and 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 uh, the whole thing would we say you know the the uh, the ashes uh, should all be mukta. Okay, Elam Abai, so therefore Abai answers, uh, he says, listen, the reason that we would be allowed to move it, Midi, to have a graf shari, that was, uh, it is now, uh, the whole thing is like a, a graf shari, really means like literally a, a chamber pot, you know, in which there is uh, excrement inside, uh, and therefore these, uh, these ashes are, uh, you know, are, are so disgusting that they have to be removed. Um, so that's a bias view. Amarava, Rava says, listen, hold on one sec. Uh, I've got two answers, uh, you know, against that. Uh, he says, firstly, Chada, Graf Shari, Amayas, you know, uh, the you know, actual chamber pot uh, with this excrement inside. That is clearly disgusting. Have uh, this little uh, pan with uh, with ashes in, uh, little bits of incense, is low mice. That's not disgusting. You know, it might not be pleasant, but it's not, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's not very gross at all, uh, and it says what another thing, graf shari magale. You have in terms of this uh, chamber pot is it's revealed the feces inside it. Uh, it is uh, totally disgusting and it's revealed. Vai mixe this little pan. Uh, it would seem you know like you you get those um, coverings that you use to sweep out uh, the suit from a fireplace they they had it, it looks like a little shovel and it's got like a cover on top of it so that would should also you know so the uh, the the ash uh, doesn't spray everywhere when you sweep it in. So the same thing here. It's got a cover on it. So therefore, I've got two answers to you as to why this definitely wouldn't be like a graf shari. Uh, and therefore, uh, the you know that that can't be the reason. Ella uh, amarava. So Rava says we have to find a another reason. Ki chav ki havian. Havinan bay Rav Nachman Hava Metaltalin Kanunya Agav Kaitma Afagav Dikala Shivra Etim. He says, uh, you know, what what is what is this like? He said, I've got uh, you know, in, it, when we used to be at Rav Nachman's house, we used to have uh, move a coal pan around, uh, and it had ashes in it, even though there are little bits of broken wood. Uh, inside of it. Shivra ate him a little piece of broken wood. Now, these little pieces of broken wood are mukta, uh, and here it would seem that you would be allowed to use uh, these normal ashes, as opposed, you know, and, and uh, we had been discussing up until now, coals, uh, these are, are ashes, uh, and uh, the ashes are fine, uh, because, uh, you know, there's, uh, the, the ashes are used to, like, uh, cover uh, things in the house, and pleasant things, like if someone spits, you would cover it with ashes, or something like that, so the ashes do have a useful purpose, so they're not uh, defined as muktsa, uh, and therefore, even though they've got wood in, uh, little bits of wood, you might think the wood uh, is, uh, uh, would make it uh, impossible to move. No, we say uh, the wood is nullified to the ashes. Um, okay, and, uh, and, and that's it, Shivra Eitzim. Okay, Meitve, is that really so? Uh, it says, Vashavin Shim Yeshba Shivra Ptila. What about uh, something, you know, what, what, that we had before? 
that uh, if there was a bit of uh, wick left in the lamp, uh, you're not allowed to move it. Uh, okay, even though uh, the, it would seem that the the amount of oil uh, inside uh, the 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 left what's left over inside uh, the, this um, uh, this candle or this uh, this lamp, uh, you, you're not going to the surely the oil would outweigh. Uh, the importance of the little bit of wick that is left, uh, but still we say even Rabbi Shimon uh, would say that you wouldn't be allowed to move it. And the Gemara answers, uh, you know, it says they would say it's not able to be moved, and says no, I'm a buy a glili shanu in in the Galil, uh, it is um, uh, different. Uh, for that, and uh, there are two explanations for this. The one is, on the one hand, in the Galil, uh, there is a lot of oil around, so the oil is quite cheap, uh, and uh, and also uh, the other thing in terms of that, which Rashi mentions, is that uh, clothes uh, and uh, linen in the Galil is uh, was was very scarce, uh, and as a result, so the wicks had uh, a lot of importance to them, and therefore they outweighed the the importance of the oil, which was quite a cheap and um, uh, easily available commodity. All right, so we see that in in those specific in that specific instance, uh, even something that uh, is 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 very small and we would think is insignificant is actually more significant uh, than the oil, and that's why it does not uh, get nullified, and that's why you can't uh, move uh, these little bits of uh, uh, the you know if there's uh, wicks uh, in the oil, you would not be able to move it uh, in that situation. All right, so that's uh, you know. Um, uh, the discussion uh, about the uh, you know making uh, you know the, what what you can have in terms of a basis mukta uh, and both uh, forbidden and permitted mixtures in it and and which is more significant and which is less significant uh, on and this is you know got a lot of uh, practical implications for example uh, if you put your candles on the table on uh, on uh, on a Shabbat and uh, if it's just you and for example you haven't got help that would just take them off the table uh, you they aren't allowed to be moved on Shabbat uh, unless you put something down uh, on, on the tray that is very valuable and that you are allowed to move so then the tray uh, becomes uh, a basis ledavar mukta vaasur and uh, sorry muta vaasur it, it's able to be moved because of that uh, nice thing you put on the tray uh, and uh, and also the candles which are asur as it becomes uh, a base for something that is permitted and uh, something that is mukta and because of the thing that is permitted you'd be allowed to move it off. Uh, that's just one uh, practical application of what uh, we've just seen. All right, uh, carrying on uh, with this, and uh, now we move on to discussions about, uh, we, we refer back actually to, to, to things that we had to been discussing uh, beforehand, uh, and this is uh, one of them. Uh, he says uh, that Levi, uh, so Levi Bashmu found Rav Abba uh, and Rav Huna Bachia at the entrance of Rav Huna's house uh, and Amalai, so he asked him a question. He says, Mao Lachzir Mita shall trasim Bashabat. Can you um, uh, make a uh, like uh, the Quran says here, weaver's loom, uh, the art scroll uh, translated as a coppersmith's bed. Uh, and you know both in both of these things are really talking about the same thing it's it's a um 
for the same type of idea uh, what what you have is something that is uh, uh, that people would would collapse and uh, would would walk around with, uh, and uh, therefore it is movable. Uh, you have to reassemble it on Shabbat, uh, but it is not a uh, an assembly that requires a lot of skill. You don't require a craftsman uh, to put it through. It's quite an easy thing to reassemble. Uh, you know, he says, "Can you uh, make this? Can you assemble this on Shabbat?" Uh, and he says, "I'm uh, really Yeah, sure you can. Uh, and he gives him a. Uh, an answer. Atta commander of Yehuda. So you know, uh, the, the, you know, he, he says uh, he asked the same question uh, in front to Rav Huna, uh, and Rav Yehuda says, "Ama, uh, hi, Rav and Shmuel, I'm Both Rav and Shmuel say, "Machzir mita shel tasim b'Shabbat chayev chatat." Uh, he says, if you reassemble uh, this implement, either this weaver's loom or the coppersmith's uh, bed uh, on Shabbat, uh, you are chayav a chatat. It is a fully fledged malacha, uh, and uh, you liable to a chatat. Uh, we had this discussion also uh, in earlier Gomorrahs in terms of a menorah. Uh, and uh, and and what you know if if it's got a menorah is made of uh, different uh, parts that you attach uh, one to each other uh, it's you know it's made up of separate parts uh, then you know you'd be forbidden to join it together and we said even according uh, to the the issue of uh, that you you would say there's no binyan and stira with kalim that's the one way of looking at it there you can uh, build this kalim so it's bone and soter and binyan and soter uh, you know with kalim there is machloket whether there is such a thing or not uh, Rashi does mention it here and his his view is uh, the the Rashi uh, says actually in in terms of uh, uh, of this uh, Rashi mentions uh, where it talks about. Chayav uh, Khatat, he says, who Tkirato Gumaro Mita Ose Kli, you know, he, he says, Nimta Ose Kli, you know, when you, when you put it together, um, uh, you know, Gumaro, um, he says that uh, it would turn it into Kli. Vachayav Mishum, Mapak Makebakatish, he says, Rashi's view as to what this Malacha is, he says, putting the final hammer blow. Uh, onto something. It says, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, he says that is the, the, the final uh, piece of the Malacha. Rashi mentions there his view uh, that there's no building in terms of a Kli here. So it's not uh, the reason that you wouldn't be allowed to put it together on Shabbat. Is, uh, it's not because there's Binyan, because there's no Binyan with Kalim, Binyan building with utensils. Uh, it is rather because of the fact that you aren't allowed to uh, put the final hammer blow uh, to it. In other words, it, it creates a final utensil. All right. Uh, in any case, um, uh, where we okay? So we said uh, so. There's quite a, a large double uh, between these two. You know, the first opinion, Rabbi Huda, uh, you know, seemed to say it's like you of Khatat, and the first opinion, uh, you know, in 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 terms of. Uh, you know that, that he was, you know, he entered Rav Huna's house uh, where they asked him. He says, no, it can be done. So either it can be done, seemingly lachachila. Here, on the other hand, you have it label chatat. So it's quite a large difference between those two. Uh, and it says, meitvei hamchazir kane menorah b'shabbat chayav chatat. If you put together a uh, a menorah on Shabbat, 
uh, you're liable for a chatat that is defined as a chatat. Also, the, the idea of makabe patish, uh, you have put the final hammer line, kane saidin loyachsir, and in terms of this. Um, long pole uh, of uh, to put sit on to put uh, a plaster uh, lime on uh, it seems to be uh, that a person that was painting this lime on the wall he would like have an extendable uh, um, uh, stick right you add this part to that part to that part to get right up to the top and if you don't need to go so high you take a bit down you take you you disassemble the stick so he says uh you're not allowed to uh, assemble it uh and uh you know in, in the first case however if you did there's no uh, problem with it because after all it is a thing that is made uh by by putting bits uh together and then but it is easily disassembled thereafter and therefore you'd you, you're not allowed to do it, but you are exempt if you did do it. Rebbe Simai, Omer, Karen Agula, Chayev. In terms of uh, this Karen uh, Agula, uh, if it's a round horn uh, that you you are able to to put together, it's also uh, the, the, uh, you know it, it requires assembly. Uh, you are Chayev. Uh, in terms of uh, of that, uh, because it's a kind of a, a permanent thing. It's not you know once you put it together, it's very hard to disassemble. Karen Pishuta, but if it's a straight horn, uh, patur, you are uh, exempt uh, for that. So you know uh, you know there are different opinions over here, and it says inu hatana, But you know no one says that it, it would seemingly uh, is uh, you know he sees patur, which is obviously patur avasu, but no one says lechatkila. You should do it. So where where do we get this opinion uh, in terms of that uh, uh, we Levi Bashmul, uh, you know that uh, that you know Levi Bashmul's extremely lenient opinion. Inu Tana. No, uh, he was saying it like the following Tana. The Tanya Malab not Hamita Kareo Tamita. In terms of uh, a bed frame, okay, and the legs of a bed uh, of a. Luvachim shall sekiban sekibas lo echsir. It says these these arches, uh, bed frame, the legs of the bed, and an arches tablet. Uh, you know, which is a type of you know putting uh, um, the the part of the bow where you pull the arrow back. Uh, it says if it was uh, if if this if it had been broken beforehand before Shabbat, uh, you it says lo You're not allowed to put it back together again. Vimechsir. Or if you did, uh, it did do it. You are exempt. Okay, so that is really uh, what he um, he mentions uh, in terms of uh, of of that. Okay, that uh, that is that. Uh, it says Aval patur ava asur. Okay, you are patur, but it's not allowed. Loi ka vintaka, and you're not allowed to 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 push them together very hard. Vintaka chayv chatat. If you put them together, you liable chatat. And he says, however. He holds like the following opinion: Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, imhayarefui mutar, and 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 Rashbag says that if it was weak, okay, I it's a very loose and weak connection uh, that you put it together. I it's a very flimsy uh, connection. Then it can no way be seen to be permanent. As a result, uh, um, you know that uh, that that's. Uh, Rav Rav Hunabachia, uh, you know Rav An Abba and Rav Hunabachia, uh, you know was were following uh, Rashbag's opinion over here to say that you can assemble this type of thing on Shabbat.
In any case, Vayrafuna have a mita milgalita in Rav Chama, who was Rav's grandfather. There was this kind of bed which was similar to this weaver's loom or coppersmith's bed. Have had a by They used to assemble it on Yom Tov. Uh, and it says, uh, So they, they said, you know, about, uh, they said to Rava, What is this? Uh, uh, are you allowed to do such a thing? What's your view? Binyan uh, Really, it's, it's building, you know, on the side, literally. In other words, uh, it's not done in a normal way, it's done in a very abnormal way. And he, the Surah and because you know there's no uh, Dorata uh, in this, uh, you know at least Leica Isurabanan Mia Ika. Surely there's an Isurabanan. Uh, and he answered, Amalei, Ana Karaban Shimabir Gamliel Sviriland, Amar Imhaya Rafui Mutar. He says, uh, I hold like Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel. He says, and if there is uh, loose, uh, then it would be allowed, uh, even. All right, the Mishnah then continues a last Mishnah of this peric. Nudlim kli tachataner lekabel nitzotot. Uh, we have seen most of this before, uh, but you know here is the the original source of it. Here we before we just quoted from here. Uh, it says you are allowed to put a, uh, a vessel underneath uh, a lamp uh, so that it can catch a spark, so the sparks will not uh, make anything burn up uh, and it won't damage anything. So you are allowed to put this uh, vessel. We'll have to we see that we will see that it needs to be empty. Uh, and it says velo but you're not allowed to put water inside of it. It has to be empty. Uh, because if you put water in, you are directly causing uh, the sparks to go out. When they fly off, it hits the water and it goes out. So this is defined as uh, putting out these sparks. Okay, and, uh, and that would be problematic. Gromar asks about that. Uh, surely uh, this is taking a key, uh, taking a vessel, and uh, and and uh, making you know it, uh, ensuring that you are not able to use it again on Shabbat, and that is taking it away from its purpose. Uh, and uh, we, it has had a certain purpose before. You were allowed to use it, and now you've kind of frozen it in uh, to its position on Shabbat. You're not allowed to move it now because it's got mukta stuff inside it. Uh, and therefore, are you allowed to do that? We had a discussion exactly what this is as well. Was this like building uh, and 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 uh, you know putting it in place, and therefore it's like building. Anyway, we, you know, we had uh, that discussion a few days ago, uh, and, uh, and and therefore, you know, the, are you allowed to do it? Ama Ravuna, Rader Ravi Oshoi, he says no. Nitzotot and by him mamish. Uh, there is nothing about nitzotot. They just disappear. It's not that you could, you know, dripping oil uh, has dripped in here, and therefore you you have intention to use the oil. Uh, the sparks fly in, and the sparks go out uh, straight away. And therefore, uh, there's no, it's not like it's a, a, a reservoir uh, or, or a place that the sparks collect because they just disappear as soon as they fall in. And the Gemara says, uh, you know, is, is that uh, really uh, so? Uh, he says, uh, You're not allowed to put any water. Sorry, we just, we have finished that uh, part. And now we move on to the next part. We quote from this uh, Mishnah. You're not allowed to put water in because the, that will make the sparks directly go out. And it says, um, 
Rabiosi. Uh, maybe this goes like Rabiosi. Dama Gram Kiboy Asur Rabiosi in a later Mishnah, uh, much later on in our Masechet, uh, about 80 Daftan uh, or 70, you know, 70 odd Daftan uh, between 1780. Uh, he says, What? Uh, he's talking about a fire on Shabbat. Uh, what are you allowed to do? Uh, you know, if it's a small fire, uh, if it's a life-threatening fire, well, then there's different laws. Uh, you can be much more maker. However, there's not uh, a life-threatening fire. It is threatening your property, uh, but uh, you, you know, you are. Uh, you, so you can't do anything directly to it. However, uh, what uh, the rabbi suggests you do is put like a row of barrels uh, with filled with water uh, on the in the path of the fire. Eventually, what's going to happen is that the fire is going to reach uh, these uh, barrels of water and uh, heat them up. Eventually, the barrels will break, new barrels, uh, and they'll break. We had this uh, a few days ago. If the barrel is um, is new, there's much more chance of it breaking. Uh, and therefore, these new barrels will, will burst open because they haven't been exposed to that kind of pressure and heat. Before the barrels will burst open, uh, the water will uh, flow out of them and extinguish the fire. Uh, the rabbis say that's fine. Uh, Rabbi Yossi says that is absolutely not allowed. Uh, that is known as what gram kiboy. You have caused uh, the, it's like a grammar. Grammar means you're an indirect cause, uh, but you have caused this fire to be put out. And, uh, and that's what we mean here, we we say. Does this surely hold like Rabiosi? That opinion of Rabiosi says you're not allowed to do such a thing because even this indirect um, uh, fire extinguisher, uh, he says, is not allowed. Okay, uh, and Vatisbra, uh, so you know, do we say that we have to be following Rabiosi? We say Vatisbra, uh, it's not necessarily comparable uh, between these two. Amo de Amar Rabiosi, what does Rabiosi say? His opinion that you're not allowed to pull these four water filled caskets in the place of a fire, but Shabbat, Be'er uh, Shabbat, Mi Amar, he only says that on Shabbat. Uh, if it was done on Erev Shabbat, uh, where you were allowed to do whatever you want on Erev Shabbat, you wouldn't say that same thing. Uh, and you might think, you know, it's uh, where you put water in uh, this vessel on Shabbat. Uh, it says that, you know, maybe it's only on Shabbat and you're not allowed to even do it on Shabbat. And it says uh, you are allowed to put a vessel underneath uh, this lamp to to catch these sparks on Shabbat and obviously on Erev Shabbat. But even on Erev Shabbat, you're not allowed to put water in it. Why? Because the sparks will fly off and uh, will get extinguished uh, uh, more quickly uh, as part of uh, this. So, uh, you know, it, it says... Um, he says on... Uh, uh, even if you put it there on Erev Shabbat and then uh, you know you know it would put the sparks out when the sparks start flying out on Shabbat and definitely obviously uh, uh, and you definitely don't even have to say uh, Shabbat because uh, you're obviously not allowed to do that uh, and therefore the Gemara says Ela Amarav Ashi he says Afilu Tema Rabbanan therefore what we say is it's uh, different uh, you know even the rabbis would agree uh, to this uh, as opposed to just trying to fix it on Rabbi Yossi. even the rabbis would agree to this why Shani uh, Hacha it's different Shemakarev it's Hakiboy you are making the, the Kiboy the extinguishing much closer 
than it was beforehand, i.e. you have uh, accelerated uh, the process. If you just let the sparks fly into the bowl, uh, they'll last about a, uh, two or three seconds and then they'll disappear. Uh, uh, whereas here, uh, once the, the, the second, the split second, the, uh, the, the sparks fly off, as they touch the water, they'll immediately uh, disappear. So you've actually caused that kiboy, uh, you know, to happen earlier than it would have. All right, uh, the Tadran Lach uh, Kira, we have finished uh, the third chapter uh, of uh, uh, the Amasechet uh, in Shabbat. And now we move on to the fourth chapter. Fourth chapter is starts off very similarly to the uh, uh, to to uh, um, you know the, the other chapter two you know by Madlikin uh, what can we uh, light with and what can't we light with here it says by uh, Tomnin you know and it carries on with the discussion uh, in terms of cooking uh, which we had also started off in chapter three. Uh, and uh, what do we say? Uh, this is talking about uh, on, on Shabbat, what can you insulate a pot with uh, of cooked food on Erev Shabbat and what can't you insulate it with? Uh, a, an introductory note, uh, even when you've taken, even when the food is fully cooked, uh, you, you know, you are allowed uh, to, uh, into, you're allowed to, if, you, if you take it off uh, the food on Shabbat, uh, you can wrap it uh, in something, but only something that keeps its heat, but not something that increases its heat. Uh, because increasing the, the the heat of something will make it cook quicker, even though it's uh, uh, seemingly fully cooked. Uh, still, we had that opinion of mistapek viafelo. It would kind of uh, continue uh, cooking and, uh, and and would make it better. So, uh, therefore, if you raise the temperature, uh, then it's uh, very it's it's not the right thing to do. And that's that's what we're saying, and that's why we're talking about what can you insulate with, uh, and what shouldn't you insulate with, because that insulation, the second type of insulation, would raise the temperature. Uh, so now we get onto the things that you can't use. Ain tumnim lo begefet, velo bezevel, velo bemelach, velo besid, velo bechol, bein lachin, bein yevashin. You're not allowed to uh, um, insulate it with a uh, the the leftover pulp. Uh, we're going to see what uh, what that pulse made of uh, in a second, uh, and uh, you know you've you've used it, you've squeezed out the the fruit for oil, and now uh, what you what you want is to uh, you know you've got this pulp left. Can you use that? You can't insulate it in that, uh, and not in manure. Uh, it would seem that uh, they, they, they would they would do that. Also, in salt, uh, you're not allowed to do lime or sand. Uh, whether all these things are wet or dry, reason seems to be. That uh, by putting the, the the food in this pot or whatever the metal of the pot, it would uh, maybe set off a, a kind of chemical reaction of sorts, and uh, and as a result, it would end up heating it uh, beyond uh, what it was, and therefore that is uh, similar to cooking on Shabbat, and uh, so it doesn't make a difference whether they're wet or dry. We are expecting this chemical reaction to take place. Um, uh, and uh, the second uh, part of the Mishnah, Velo Betevin, Velo Vazgan, Bezagin, sorry, Velo Bemachunin, Velo Basavim, Bizman Shain Lachin. You can't put them in straw or the leftover bits of the, of the grapes that have been pressed out uh, and not in any kind of. 
uh, what, what uh, you know, soft bits of material, what they call flocking, or you know, bits of clothing from uh, uh, wool or anything like that, leftover wool, uh, and not in grass. Uh, and the, the caveat over here, uh, as long as these things are wet, uh, if they are wet, uh, that's going to lead to them uh, possibly fermenting, uh, and as a result of that, that chemical reaction is therefore going to cause heat, uh, and that also is no good if once they are wet. However. Aval Tomlin Bahem Kushami Vaishin, you are allowed to insulate uh, with these uh, last few things the straw, uh, the leftover bits of grapes, uh, and uh, uh, the bits of clothing, uh, old clothing, and also in grass when they are dry. Uh, as long as they're not wet, you're not going to cause any kind of fermentation, and therefore it's good. The Gomorrah picks up Ibailu. Um, uh, they said, uh, it says, what are we talking about here? Gefet shall zaitim. Tanan, are we talking when it talks about gefet, this pulp? Uh, are we talking about olive pulp? Uh, it says, aval de shumshumin shapidami, but you would be allowed to use sesame uh, uh, pulp. Once you squeeze the sesames uh, and you've got the oil out of there, uh, the leftover pulp of the sesames would be fine uh, because it doesn't cause as much heat as the, uh, uh, as the olives. The olives cause the most heat, sesame cause less heat. So if it's only olives we're talking about, maybe sesame would be fine. Or Dilma, uh, what do we say? De shumshumin tanan, because kind does him. Uh, even with shumshumin, we say you're not allowed to use that could cause uh, the thing to heat up uh, and uh, but even uh, if it's shumshumin and definitely uh, we would say that olives olive pulp is no good uh, so that's the question tashma the answer uh, is brought to uh, amaravizaira mishum had the very rabbi yana and ravizaira said in one of the the, the students in uh, Yeshiva of Raviana, Kupa She Taman Ba Asu Nanaka Al Gefet Shal Zaitim Shmamina Shal Zaitim Tanan. He says, uh, in terms of a basket, and you insulate that basket uh, with with uh, good things, uh, you know, with, with permissible things, uh, uh, you know, these soft uh, bits of material uh, or soft grass uh, or dry grass, uh, that that is all fine, dry bits of material uh, and. Um, and that he says you're not allowed to put on uh, leftover bits of olives. So therefore, from there we learn Shmamina Shazaitim Tanan. We see that it must be talking about olives, uh, and sesame would actually be fine. Gemara says no, not necessarily. Olam Aimalach. What could I say to Ilian Hatmana? Nami Asur. Uh, we are talking even when it comes to insulation we seem to be much more makpid about insulation than even shihia uh, for example uh, you know in, in, in uh, last chapter we talked about shihia and putting stuff back uh, we said if it was fully cooked you might be able to uh, put you know keep it on the fire and as long as you've adjusted the coals etc here uh, we say if you if you you know be much stricter even if it is um uh, it, it, it's much more strict and therefore we say uh, even less things would be allowed so therefore uh, even sesame might be allowed nami isu inyan asuke havla but really what we're talking here uh, it's uh, you know it, it would make things heated up uh, if it's uh, if it wasn't insulated properly vazaitim masake bahavla dushumshumin lo masai havla in terms of uh, olives, we say olives are would make it go much more, even though it's not right on the olives. Uh, and uh, if it, even though the f- food's cooked, uh, the olives, if you put on the olives, uh, the olive pulp would make it heat up. Uh, but sesame uh, won't make it heat up as much, uh, and, and therefore you would be allowed to do.
do it. All right, that uh, that is that. We're going to see um, uh, a lot more about this uh, coming up. But in the meantime, everyone should have a great day.